there's a clear gender divide in the technology industry and it's only getting worse. Luckily, Girls That Make was created to help close the gender gap in technology. The subscription box company created an education platform to help show women of all ages that they can be successful in technology and that they don't need to feel intimidated by STEM. Each month, Girls That Make will send you a box with a new wearable tech project. Each project represents a step in the progressive curriculum for wearable technology. You'll learn all about circuits, programming, electronics, and more. And the best part, you don't even need to know anything to get started. Girls That Make will show you how to create your own wearable tech from a complete beginner level. Pre-orders are now available on www.girlsthatmake.com. Be sure to use the code PINKLEMONADE for $10 off. And now, back to the program. They always want to see us down, never come around. But you gon' witness greatness when I come and snatch your crown. See, I ain't never been the type of way to mess around. Cause I'm all about my business and I move without a sound. Queens working silence, trying to stop the violence. Cause I'm killing my goals, here's my story, you're invited. Hey, and welcome to another episode of Pink Lemonade, an original podcast by the Skinny Black Girls Code. My name is Whitney B, and I am your host. And today we're going to talk about why your security blanket is delaying your growth. Learn what I mean in today's brand new episode. Keep it locked. another episode of Pink Lemonade. Today is March 12, 2018, and I have a confession to make. I have never, ever, 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 ever watched a Charlie Brown Christmas special, and I honestly don't think that I've ever watched an episode at all. You can judge me all you want, but it just never appealed to me. When it would come on during the holidays, it was like background noise. So you might wonder, if you're not a Peanuts fan with, why the Charlie Brown theme music? Now, y'all know me. I had to do my research for today's episode, and over the weekend, I became fascinated with the origin of the term security blanket. The term security blanket, or comfort blanket, as some folks like to call it, was popularized by the creator of the famous cartoon strip Peanuts, a.k.a. Charles Schultz. Now, while the term had been used in the 1920s to describe blanket fasteners for babies and strict security measures during World War II, the world was introduced to Peanuts character Linus Van Pelt in a 1956 strip called Good Grief, More Peanuts. Now, clearly, even though I'm not a fan, I remember the little boy with that blanket. Now, according to research, his first reference to the blanket was that this is a security and happiness blanket. All the little kids carry them. And there's some truth to that. When we think of a security blanket, we often think about little kids or babies. In a 1979 study, it is estimated that around 60% of kids are attached to a toy, a blanket, a pacifier during their first three years of life. Now, I remember my nieces holding on to their blankets for a hot little minute, and they will always carry it around them when they went places. I never understood why, but as my curiosity grew, I learned that psychologists deem the security blanket as a mechanism for feeling safe until the child becomes comfortable enough to tackle the world without it. 
pre the 1970s, they said that security blankets made children more insecure and they blamed the mother for not showing enough affection, I guess. However, later studies show that security blankets, whether they come in the form of a toy, a pet, or an actual blanket, had positive effects on stress levels and heart rates. In a nutshell, a security blanket is supposed to serve as a transitional object. At some point, you have to let go of the relationship with that object or that thing that makes you feel safe so you can move to the next point in your personal growth. Over the weekend, I began to reflect about a lot of things in my life and started to think about transition. A good friend of mine and I host an event called The Pink Tank, which is basically a day-long vision board party on steroids. We gather women, and we don't just make cute Pinterest-ready boards, but we help them talk about their fears, accomplishments, and dreams in the first half of the day. And then in the second half of the day, we help them start their goals the same day because then nobody has time to sit around and just sit on their dreams. Now, one of the things we do is an activity called What's on your plate. In this activity, we literally take a piece of a paper plate, or really not a piece, the whole thing. <laughs> we take a paper plate and we divide it up by the things that are currently taking over our lives right now. One of the things that I noticed about my plate is that me working took about 70% of it. For those of you who know me, y'all know I'm a hustler. I teach, I do graphic design, I create videos, and I'm essentially a Jane of all trades for the most part. But when I looked at my plate, I realized that there was one thing, just one, and that one thing is preventing me from living my full potential. And that thing for me has always been working part-time. Now, while I love doing what I do, it has become a challenge for me to keep up as my business starts to grow. But because I started to continue my reflection process, I realized that that working, working for others, that has always been a safety blanket for me. Because when you go into business, there's always a scary thought of failure at the back of your mind. I quit my full-time job uh, as an associate director of marketing nearly three years ago, and failing was my biggest fear then, and sometimes that feeling seems to creep up. Now, it's crazy because then I had to learn a very important lesson. When I put in my notice, I was so gung-ho and ready to begin this lifestyle as an entrepreneur. I had money saved. My husband has supported my decision, and I worked teaching at a broadcasting school in a nearby city. I was set, essentially, but then when I started to tell my friends and family about my situation or, or my decision, the doubt started to creep in. I mean, I'm like, shoot, who was I kidding? I had never done anything like that before. I lived in a city with no family or close friends outside of my husband, and the business that I was starting, it was in a field that was still somewhat new to me. So I started to panic. So about nine days before my last day, a manager from another department approached me and he asked if I would like to stay on part time to work in a department. A part of me was saying, nah, wait, you got this. These people drive you crazy. You leaving for a reason. And the other part of me was like, yes, we're in there. That's a nice little check every two weeks. You can still have your business. And if you fail, then you're still making money. It'll be fine. And against my initial reaction of no, I decided to stay on board with the company. It felt wrong because I was so unsure about my next moves and worried about money, but I decided to stay and write it out. You know how long I was there? Literally a month and a half. The company had went through some changes and eliminated a few positions, including mine, which is 
really uh, was created for me because of the rapport that I had with the team. Now, when it happened, I didn't know if I should have done a cartwheel or cry because a part of me was embarrassed about making such a big deal about leaving, only having to leave up anyway and not by my own terms. The other part of me felt like, okay, God, I'm listening now. And I was ready to embrace the unknown because (laughs) I literally had no choice. You see, my job had become my security blanket. It was familiar. It was safe or so I thought. And it made me feel comfortable as I was making a transition into entrepreneurship in my life. Coincidentally, while I felt all of these things, I didn't put as much effort into my business because I had the comfort of knowing that there was still some source of income coming my way. And as a result, I, I mean, I half-assed things. And until it was time for me to truly learn how to grind post that termination, And for nearly two years afterwards, I began to see better results because I no longer had my security blanket to cover my eyes from what I could do and who I could be. Now, three years later, I find myself in a similar scenario, but this time the stakes are different. I'm not a new business owner. I have clarity on my business, a client base, and and projects that literally take care of my bills and my household. So instead of being afraid to fail this time, I'm honestly afraid of succeeding because I've accomplished little successes in the last three years. I started to work a more regular part-time job in the last year. And when I started, it was perfect for me. But now as I enter this new season of my life of growth, especially in my business, I am finding myself assessing and reevaluating my priorities to make sure that I'm not having that security blanket syndrome again. You know, I've prayed, I've been asking God for clarity. And so far, all things point to me doing what I've been afraid to do those three years ago, which is to go off as a full-time, full-fledged entrepreneur. Now, while I can't say that this podcast will have a happy ending, the one thing that I do know and want to share is that whether you make a move or not, the universe will make it for you. When I was hard-headed and stayed at my job part-time, the universe made sure I got up out of there because that is not where I was meant to be, even though I stubbornly tried to fight it. Your intuition has that ability to come full circle without your permission. So it's important to know when it's time to leap because the universe will put you in a position to do it, whether you're ready or not. Now, as adults, we may not carry a physical safety blanket or security blanket, but we engage in things that make us feel safe and protected. But unlike a child, it is sometimes easier for us to fall victim to carry a blanket forever and not even realize it. So if you know that it's time to let go and retire the safety blanket, here are a few things that I have learned that is ultimately helping me prepare for this next season of my life. The first thing is security can keep you so focused on feeling safe that you forget how to live. Entrapment and being comfortable is the worst. You feel good because you're in a box, but at the same time, you're miserable because you know that you are able and capable of having more. It's a natural instinct for us to want to be secure because security means we feel safe and untouchable. I'm learning how to desire unfamiliar territory because it is the only way that I can grow to the potential that I know that I have. So if you're holding on to a job, a relationship, or group that no longer serves you, you choose to stay because of comfort, you begin to jeopardize your ability to advance every single day. Don't focus on the what is, focus on the positive elements of what will happen when the things that you want manifest. The fear of failure is a reoccurring theme for our thoughts, but it doesn't mean that it has to dictate our actions. You only have one life to live, and it's not meant to be lived inside of a box that you've outgrown. 
The second thing is you can't have selective vulnerability. So I'm very guilty of this. I pick and choose when I feel vulnerable, whether it should be all or and whether it should be all or nothing. And it's regardless of the situation. There are some things that I'm absolutely confident about, while others I refuse to keep it real with myself. So for the last two months, I've been trying to be superwoman, avoiding the fact that I had too much on my plate and it's time to clear things off so I can thrive accordingly. Sometimes you can feel like letting something go will make you a failure or it makes you weak when in fact it only makes you stronger you don't know what's on the other side of letting go but you have to have faith that it's no worse than where you currently are and ultimately you just have to allow yourself to be vulnerable in all areas of your life so you can see where your security blanket is hindering you and ultimately not helping you So another thing, you definitely want to make sure that you stop reverting back to the old you or back to old things at the first sign of failure. And so it's easy to fall back into old habits if something doesn't turn out the way you wanted to turn out the first time. Sometimes so much opportunity lives uh, inside of hardship, but you'll never know because you don't allow new methods or solutions in your life to truly work. If you fail, so what? Try again. It didn't work. Try it another way. I know that it could be easier said than done, but we have to get into the mind state of rather than going back to what we are trying so hard to desperately leave. We have to embrace different ways of doing things, no matter how uncomfortable it might make us feel. For example, I had a student who once hated video. She would accept the bad grade because it wasn't in her zone. She wanted to do radio. Eventually, uh, we were able to get her comfortable, but when she came across a problem editing or shooting a video, it immediately became problematic because she reverted to old thoughts about herself. You have to give yourself the assurance that you are never going back to where you once were, no matter how comfortable it may seem. You have to make up your mind that better exists outside of whatever feelings you once had and be relentless in seeking better for your life. And finally, you have to create a version of your security blanket that feels comfortable to you. Don't confuse a security blanket with fear. Earlier, I mentioned that psychologists disproved that security blankets are not as bad as they appear. They're only bad when they prevent you from moving forward in your life. In reality, we should also seek comfort in something that will help us get through the unknown. Most of the things that I described today are not security blankets, it's fear. Fear is that paralyzing emotion that allows us to stay stagnant. Your security blanket is supposed to be there to comfort you through the unknown and not keep you hostage. Find that thing that can responsibly get you through an unpleasurable or unknown chapter of your life. Like for me, in 2009, the Paper Trail album by T.I., man, that was my security blanket. Whenever I felt lost, sad, depressed, whatever, I listened to that CD forwards and backwards until I figured life out. And until this day, that album is iconic for me, and I will always pull it out on a rainy day. So you want to make sure that you find healthy comfort and things that bring you forward and don't keep you in the same place as fear does. Now, before we go today, I want to say that learning from your mistakes, it makes you a wiser and more better person. However, you have to allow yourself to be open enough to make and own your mistakes. And I'll just leave you with this. And this is a quote by Alessandra Torre, the author of To Have. She says, security is a strange thing, a myth that the brain allows in exchange for a brief moment of peace. So, what's your security blanket? And how is it helping or hindering you from being the person we all know that you can be? 
Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Pink Lemonade brought to you by Girls That Make, a wearable technology subscription box that encourages women and girls to confidently enter the field of STEM. If you're interested in learning more about Girls That Make, visit www.girlsthatmake.com to purchase a box and be sure to use promo code PINKLEMONADE for $10 off. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Once again, my name is Whitney B. And if you like what you heard, please like, share, and subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud. Be sure to hit us up on IG or Twitter at SBG Code and let us know how you're feeling about today's episode. That's it for today, y'all, and I can't wait to talk to you next week. Peace.